Hello, everyone, and welcome back to season three of The wow. Second Estate. Yeah, um, as always, we are your hosts. I'm Sarah Bayer. I'm Hannah Seymour, and in today's episode, we're discussing Novak Djokovic's... At first, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Djokovic. Djokovic? That's, yeah. Djokovic's very public struggle to obtain a visa to remain in Melbourne for the Australian Open, Ye and Julia Fox's whirlwind romance, and Jamie Lynn Spears' new tell-all interview with Good Morning America and Dateline. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, if you watch us, you'll notice we've got a slightly different setup going on. Um, yeah, it's not precarious. working. I think this might be a temporary <laughs> yeah, setup. Yeah. But you, if you're watching um, and if you're listening on Spotify, you can switch to video now. But we have a beautiful fireplace mm-hmm. featured in the middle. It's quite aesthetic. Yeah, no, it looks yeah. sick. It's just um, I've got a lot of things balanced. Sarah's on me. covered in wires, and oh. I'm using one of those like bed desk things that's got a cushion under it. Like the grandmas used the, to play solitaire. Exactly that. Mm. Um, but it's or, fine. Also, or, or just quickly, everybody just stop what you're doing right now, even if you're driving a car, slam on the brakes on the freeway. <laughs> Um, and just quickly, just rate us on um, Spotify and Apple. Yeah, podcast. that's a new thing on Spotify, right? Yeah, it's yeah, new. I noticed that. Um, and I think I, I rated us today because I just randomly noticed it. Um, and I feel like I was probably the first person to yeah, rate us. I haven't us. even rated us yet. Yeah, so. But um, I did notice you could rate podcasts if, if, now. If you so. want to be the second person to rate us, um, I'll. Uh, cus- <laughs> make a custom dance for you and send it. You. that's a good prize yeah <laughs> um yeah like that's that's pretty that would take you quite a long time yeah it depends like it's not gonna be a long dance maybe 15 seconds but that might take a little while to box choreograph step, box step box step i think Dosey do if you are the first person to re- sorry second person to review us on spotify dm us on instagram and i will personally ensure that sarah sends you that video yeah i'm not joking it's a dance like for you to learn from me Whatever. I don't mm-hmm. care either way. I'm just making sure it happens. Yeah. And do it on Apple. Like, whatever you're listening on right now, as I said, I hope you stopped on the freeway. Uh, I the hope- first person to send us visual evidence mm. of their, them leaving us a review gets a personalized dance video from Sarah. Um, but it's like a, like, I want, yeah, I can't even be bothered. Yeah. You're doing it. So, yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, we've been gone for a while. Oh, yeah. We've had it. We've had it. Also, buy our merch. Um, mm. Obviously, we've had some issues with <laughs> the merch supply. Well, they're like the people who are printing it because it's like we do it through them. Yeah. Um, and they they're made to order, but there's just been a few little hiccups along the we, way. If I, I if I had we we have no internet right now. It's just adding to this whole situation. Yeah. But if I had internet, I would read you out some of the emails that have gone back and forth between us and the merch people getting progress us getting progressively ruder and ruder yeah um but i think it did get some orders sent there are still some that uh there is a hold up and i will be chasing up for you guys tomorrow yeah sarah's going into bat for you guys <laughs> yeah, so like, um, i mean mean they tried to tell us that um that like their online sort of re- uh, platform is free uh, therefore, like they don't do like a lot of communication. I don't care if we're calling that. Don't give a fuck. Um, they don't do a lot of communicate or like they don't communicate when there's something sold out. And I just went back and said, it's not free because you take a cut of every sale. So moving on. Yeah. Uh, and they didn't, they didn't respond to that. No, they didn't. <laughs> um, but, but anyway, um, to cut a long story short, we did say we would stop the merch at the end of Jan, but 
we haven't even gotten our merch yet. So <laughs> we're, we're going to extend it just so that, Has you know. Has not come? I thought it was coming yesterday. It got sent to the post office. And now the post tracking link isn't working. Anyway, regardless, buy our merch. Um, it's sorted now, by the way. Like, I know that yeah. sounds like a fuck around, but it is sorted. You'll easily yeah. be able to get it now. Yeah. Uh, before we actually get into the podcast, some honourable mentions. Oh, yeah. Firstly, congratulations to Tristan Thompson on his new little baby. I actually don't even know if it's a new baby, is it? Or has the baby been around for a while and it's they just 10. proved? No, I'm kidding. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, oh, I did not. I did a not. A 10-year-old boy. No, he's, there's a, a woman who's been basically like, he's been denying, denying, denying that mm. this that he is the paternal father mm. of, biological father of um, of this bub. baby, this little bub. Uh. And turns out he is. Um, How fucking funny. He is, Yeah. I, at this point, I'm almost like, are they just like continually setting setting this up so that Tristan and Chloe's relationship is public? Like, I don't think they are, but you know. What do you mean? Oh, sorry. You know that like they're plant, they're making these stories happen purely just so that we're interested in tuning in. Oh, to the it's show. It's always been a rumor about it, but right. And Chloe's the only one that's still willing to do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Courtney tapped out. Clearly, Kim sort of. I mean, maybe Kim's dating Pete Davidson. She yeah, had a divorce, maybe she did so. it for the. Did it all for the show. Yeah. God, they'd be committed if they did that shit. I, I feel know. like Chloe is that committed, frankly. I think so too. Um, I feel bad for her though. Um, but they could be paying the other woman to like get oh, her yeah. to say whatever. Anyway. Um, <laughs> They're paying the the Texas doctor who did the paternity test exactly. to release it. Yeah. Uh, Boris Johnson had a lockdown party. With Rita Ora for her 30th. For he Yeah, mm. it was actually Rita Ora's, th- Rita Ora? Rita Ora's 30th yeah. that Boris Johnson went to. Um, he had it down They're good the friends Yeah mm-hmm. She actually had two lockdown parties Yeah He wasn't invited to the other one And he got upset So she decided to host one at Downing Street Yeah It was in 2020 right Wasn't it ages ago I don't know We covered it Boris jo- No Boris Johnson's oh, birthday Oh 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 no, Wait it's not his <laughs> birthday It's his party His party at know. Downing Street Did he host it Or did he go to it um, Wait he lives at Downing Street doesn't he yeah, that's the Prime Minister's house, I think. Clearly I think it is. I don't – yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, so he hosted. <laughs> yeah, he hosted. It was his little show. But it was in 20 – It was 20... okay. It was just a gathering. What I'm, <laughs> what I'm saying uh, – what's it called? A kickback. What do they call it in the US? Kickback. Like when you get money for – No, no. There's like well, – they call it something in the US instead of gathering. It's like a – Oh. There's like a word at teenagers. A tailgate. No. That's no. where they take their youths up no. and do something. Um, but he had a party and um, – and I think it was in 2020. Like it was a right. while ago. Right. Whatever. Don't care. Before Omi. Uh, yeah. Also, Drake and his hot sauce condom. I didn't see that. So, Drake uh, basically had sex with a woman and yeah. she went into the bathroom. Yeah. Um, he went and discarded the condom and she went into the bathroom and um, tried to – her plan was to allegedly – I don't really know if this is alleged – to impregnate herself with his sperm in the condom and he'd put hot sauce in the condom to stop uh, – supposedly to stop her Who from – Who said that? He did? I think she has come out because she's like going to sue him or something. I actually don't know of any – what the exact truth of this is but it's quite public at wouldn't, the moment that he put hot sauce in the condom. Wouldn't that be uncomfortable for him? I don't think he had on during – like I think he oh put he put hot sauce in the condom after, after they to like make the sperm inviable. So and where did she then scavenge the condom from if he'd been must in the have kitchen been in the bin? The, I don't know if it was the kitchen. Yeah, oh, he had hot sauce in the bathroom. Ready must in the go. kitchen then. I don't know. Ready Mate, to yeah. Go, yeah. But the idea is that like Drake, that's J- Drake's pl- 
to stop women Beyonce's from... Beyonce's got it in her bag, swag, and yeah. Drake has it in the kitchen. Yeah, uh, or the bathroom, in the bathroom. The bathroom cabinet. To mm. stop women from impregnating themselves with the sperm in his condom. He put hot sauce in there. Couldn't he? Yeah, I guess. All right. Well, that's what the story no, is. No, no. It could yeah, be fake. Seems, it could be no, fake, No, no, it could be. I'm just like thinking of a thousand other ways it would be easier for him to have, like if he'd already handled the condom to put the hot sauce in, wouldn't there be like a hundred other things he could have done like what? What are your ideas? Suggestions? I don't know. Flush it down the toilet. Maybe he's an environmentalist and doesn't want to put latex Maybe down the clog toilet. His, clog his drain. Yeah, and he cares about the environment. Maybe water. Wash it out in the sink. Actually, true. Oh, I don't know. Like, Couldn't he just wash the condom out? Yeah. yeah. Reuse it. Yeah, that Maybe would be really a- environmentally friendly. <laughs> Maybe he's a bit. Maybe he finds it a little bit grotty, and he doesn't want to like touch his own sperm. So he just pours a little bit of hot sauce in there, and it's pretty weird if he does do it, that. Like, it's, yeah. I agree. He could surely you can just wash out the yeah. condom, or just or even like something in the bathroom, like shampoo. Yeah, true. <laughs> anyway, let's whatever. Start. Okay, um, just thought I should mention that. Okay, this. I'm really sorry, guys. This intro is really long. Uh, so. Well, I didn't have a choice because this story is absolutely fucked. All right. Yeah. So Serbian world number one tennis player Novak Djokovic has been the center of news headlines in Australia and growingly internationally for the last week or so because of his Novak's visa debacle here. Uh, There's been a lot of twists and turns in this case. um, But from what I understand, here is what happened. And don't correct me if I'm wrong because I don't care. Um, Novak was granted a medical exemption to participate in the Australian Open as an unvaccinated athlete by Tennis Australia based on the fact he'd previously had COVID, so was had natural immunity or something. When he arrived in Melbourne, the federal government, i.e. not Tennis Australia, who aren't a governing body as far as I know, um, cancelled his visa because he's unvaccinated and it's a rule now. You have to be vaccinated to come here. So then he filed an appeal against that cancellation. While he's waiting for that to happen, he was put up in the Park Hotel where many asylum seekers have been locked up in horrible conditions while they await decisions on their visas, some for years. Um, And that ignited a further conversation about Australia's treatment of asylum seekers. Then a Melbourne judge overruled Novak's uh, deportation, saying he was allowed out of detention and his visa should be restored. But then the Australian Minister for Immigration, someone named Alex Hawke, uh, overturned this ruling and cancelled Novak's visa after it had been uncancelled um, because he falsely declared something on his application saying he hadn't travelled in the two weeks before he came to Australia, but he had in fact been to Spain. So it was a lie. Um, then he went back into detention to appeal this decision uh, based on the grounds that it was just human error. But then Alex Hawke, the immigration minister, came in with a new defence saying that no- uh, Novak was a menace to public health um, and public order and that his presence will foster a disregard for our rules. So then they went back to court. Novak was appealing his thing and he basically got denied and then got deported yesterday or this morning. He had to leave. Um, uh, so, yeah, if that wasn't boring enough for you. But now anyway, so his situation, I guess what we're going to talk about yeah, is that whole thing, but also how it ties into like the COVID situation in Australia at large because it kind of put under a mis- microscope the fact that huge tennis stars are able to come into the country unvaccinated despite the rules and Hillsong events are allowed to go ahead, uh, but regular Australians can't get their hands on rapid tests, um, which in many cases is a requirement for people to like go back to work or to prove that they've had COVID and therefore uh, get the COVID payment and shit like that. So anyway, Hannah, where, where do you want to start? 
Well, firstly, I think it's kind of funny that his name in this situation is Novak. Because oh, when, you, when you say... Oh, my God, the journalist would love it. Yeah, when you say yeah. in plural... Oh, not in plural, possessive. When you're saying, like, um, Novak's vaccine or whatever. Mm. Novak's passport. Yes. But it sounds like no you're saying Novak's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Novak's. Yeah. No, yeah. that's true. Oh, my Just God. Funny... Harold Son would have been, like... Well, I saw, I saw a poster of a protester um, who had, Novak. like, written Novak's with an yeah. X. Anyway, yeah. so that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, I like how he really committed to the bit. I think he did by ha- by having his name being yeah, Novak. Yeah, on purpose. Yeah. I he agree. was born to do this. He was. Um, look, to start, I just think that like this whole thing is so embarrassing mm-hmm. and just like what the actual fuck is going on. I know. Um, it's just like it's interesting that, you know, people are like, we're all so like absorbed in this story. Mm. It's so like we're all mm. kind of wondering what's happening. But I guess because there's so many like twists and turns. Like yes. as soon as you think it's going to end, it's like, okay, he's getting deported. Suddenly he's he's back. He's back. And <laughs> yeah. then he's not. And then he's yeah. back into yeah. tension. Then he's not. So it's yeah. like, almost impossible to kind of keep track of. But I think he should never have been let in unvaccinated. I just I- think like to allow him in unvaccinated kind of flies in the face of everything that we've done during this pandemic, unless of course, like he had, you know, a, like they, you know, the government had granted him an exception. It wouldn't be the first time that they'd granted yes. a celebrity yeah, an, exception. an exception. But I just think, regard, even if they decided we'll let him in unvaccinated, just stick to the decision that's uh, been yeah. made and like don't do this weird political yeah. kind of fuck around. Um, I agree. Well, yeah. I think I think um, I agree with you that. Uh, this has been fundamentally embarrassing from every single angle. Yeah. Every angle, government, Novax team, Tennis Australia, whatever. I don't – like every single person has embarrassed themselves yeah. in this whole little uh, pantomime. Um, I don't necessarily agree that unvaccinated people shouldn't be allowed in the country. I think they should. I don't think there should be vaccination rules anymore because we have such a high vaccination rate and I just want things to get back to normal. Yeah. Um, and whatever, cancel me for that opinion if you if you wish. But – <laughs> I uh, what I don't understand is how Tennis Australia has any sort of authority to be like, yeah, you can come. Like we've given you. Yeah, like, I probably could have researched this, but I didn't. Uh, but, like, I just feel like, why do they have authority to be like, yeah, you can come? Yeah, just come. Like, just, just come. Don't worry about it. Like, what is this? Any like random sporting well, body? No. That- what's weird is because like he got stopped by border officials, yeah. and then the judge that overturned that ruling if you can call it a ruling, yeah. um, this is according to the BBC, the judge said, quote, border officials had ignored correct procedure when he arrived. Then the, Alex Hawke, the immigration minister, went, no, actually, no, he can't stay. Um, but it's just like, but I, I, what the fuck? Who I is making like these, these rules? These, like, and like, it also shows just like how it's all just a massive political game. Exactly. Which I think is what is frustrating and upsetting people the most. It's not, I mean, I don't know, maybe people do feel differently. It's not the fact that he's unvaccinated and he's come to this country. I think it's the fact that plenty of people who are Australian citizens are struggling to still to get home, um, probably unvaccinated or not, or right. did struggle during the mm-hmm. whole pandemic to get home. And this guy can fly in essentially breaking the rules, um, have the courts like bend themselves over backwards in order to see if he can stay or not or make the decision and the government use it as this huge sort of political, I don't know, uh, pawn. Measuring or something. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like they've, it's become 
you know, this way for whoever this guy, Alex Hawke, is to win a bit of favour back for the Morrison government by being like, I'm getting rid of Novak and I'm yeah. wielding yeah. this major power that, yeah. oh, whoopsie, now you all realise I have. Yeah. Because I didn't, I like, I frankly, I don't know if that's stupid, I didn't realise the immigration minister could decide who and who is and isn't deported yeah. at their whim. Yeah. And that's like, well, therefore, there's, you know, hundreds, probably thousands of asylum seekers that we've got an offshore detention that it would be really cool, Alex, if maybe you could read their files and then allow them if you're if it's really that easy for you over a weekend, you can get someone deported because they're a menace, a menace. I know plenty of fucking menaces. (laughs) <laughs> They're not being deported. Like, I don't know. Like, Alfie's a menace. I'm a, like, to a degree, I'm a little bit of a menace. Like, I didn't get deported. So, like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, that's what pisses me off about the So, whole really, thing. he should deport you. He should deport me. Deport, deport, deport Sarah Benamrad. Deport the real menaces. Um, yeah. Alex this... Hawk, I will but, at you but, on Twitter. You know Maybe you mean? should deport Sarah. There's, um, yeah, he should. He should. Um, no, yeah, the idea that it's, it could, he said it could like provoke, quote, civil unrest. Oh, fuck off. Um, <laughs> I think what's interesting about, about Novak as well is like there was concern that like by letting him in, he may show to the Australian community that you don't need to be vaccinated, et cetera, et cetera. But then some people were saying, oh, well, if you mm. um, don't let him in, you're going to be like angering the anti-vaxxers and causing civil yeah. unrest because they're angry that he hasn't been let in it's Mm. like either way you're just like to be honest i just feel like they could have just let him in and no one would really notice no people would have been like because throughout the pandemic i don't know if anyone else remembers this but when we were in like severe lockdowns celebrities flouted is that the word flout flout yeah yeah flouted covid restrictions travel restrictions literally constantly Mm. they were were allowed to stay in their own residences when they had to do quarantine they were allowed to skip quarantine entirely entirely and just go to byron bay like yeah yeah byron bay was a quarantine zone like the the lga of byron literally but like it wouldn't be the first time that they'd allowed a celebrity to do that no i wonder how much it was impacted by the fact that he um posted on instagram that he'd received an exemption like, because yeah. people then reacted to that and got angry. And so the government was like, oh, fuck, you know, we've, they're getting angry. We, we don't want them yeah. to be mad about this as well. Or, I yeah. don't know. But well, th- I also think like, and, and I don't know if this is, this is, it's not conspiratorial because it's pretty much true, but it's like, I think their major failures right now with the rapid test bullshit, like for anyone who doesn't live in Australia, I think it's the same everywhere in the world though right, right. now. We cannot so like England and Ireland. I think yeah, they've got yeah. it sorted. But but for some re- for some reason, the government sort of turned did a bit of a turnaround because there were these massive weights at the PCR testing sites, um, and they were being overwhelmed over the Christmas period. So they've said like you can now turn to rapid tests for sort of anything you would turn to the PCR test for. So for a lot of people, they need these tests to go back to work and things yeah. if they've had COVID or and you have what to do them you. like they 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 say that you have to do them like. One for five, one each day for five days. Right, if you I've have, seen in some yeah, places. okay, yeah. right, and like so, you can't find them anywhere. Yeah. It would like, uh, uh, it would be easier to just go gold panning and find gold <laughs> in the Yarra River. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, or you can like pre-order them at like a completely gouged price. Exactly. Yeah, yeah you could buy like a two pack for eighty dollars at some weird independent and it won't supermarket. be shipped for a month. No, and it's like so. It's kind of I think they uh, were feeling a little bit of heat, well, not a little bit, a yeah, lot, because yeah. it's a massive fuck up. It is, and they also declared that they shouldn't be free, yeah. even though it's they're a requirement. Yeah, uh, they declared they should not be free. It's very American um, of them. It is yeah. really American of them, and it's fucked up. Yeah. Um, and so uh, I think they sort of wanted to divert the attention a little bit. Yeah, I- um, and have a win, a COVID win. 
And it was just easy to like pick this random Serbian tennis player. Yeah. Not random. I kind of like, I know that he, you know, people think he's a tosser and like he's an anti-vaxxer and everything, which is like, yeah, annoying. And like, I don't necessarily think he should have been let in unvaccinated. Mm. I would have understood if the government had gone... No, fuck it. He's unvaccinated. Yeah. We don't want this to set a bad example. Totally. Of what from, from day dot. Yeah. From day dot, if they were like athletes, no, if you're not vaccinated, you can't come. Yeah. I would I would have been like I would have applauded that decision. Yeah. But for the, this, I just think the bungle that's happened, the to and fro, the back and forth, is so really makes me angry, and it's such an un- unnecessary distraction. And you know, again with the rapid test thing, like you said, it's a distraction from that. But the whole thing is with Scomo saying not everything can be free is like. I, we all pay taxes. It wouldn't be free. It would be you using tax money mm-hmm. that we pay to you mm-hmm. to provide us with a much needed resource. Yep. Take some of the money from like, I don't know, the army. I don't, the, the tanks that he bought. The tanks? Uh, the tank. Come on, just take a little bit of money from yeah. the tanks and pay for the rapid tests. Yeah. It's like. Okay, I have a question with the tanks. That's I don't know board. anything about the tanks. He bought like a bunch of tanks. Of it was like, I don't know. It was Anyway, where are they going? I don't know. I don't know anything about To the fight Mark McGowan? How yeah. are we getting tanks? They should fight my <laughs> But like but like what are tanks in Australia doing? Well, weren't they worried about China? Were they gonna travel across the ocean? <laughs> the tanks. The tanks all hop Isn't on a ship. Isn't that what the submarines were for? The like yeah, nuclear powered yeah, submarines. Yeah, so I just don't understand why in Port Phillip Bay. Are they why? in Port Phillip Bay? I don't yeah, know. they were the Greens are saying they were gonna blow there was gonna be a nuclear. Disaster. You know how they've they've Port gone Phillip Yeah. <laughs> no, you know how they've like gone for there's all these doctors and shit have gone for Joe Rogan for spreading misinformation. Yeah. They're gonna come for us next. <laughs> yeah. No, they're gonna come for Adam Bant. Adam um, Bant and yeah. also the Second Estate podcast for having Don't no idea what they're William. talking about with um, tanks. Yeah, no. Me saying there's nuclear submarines <laughs> in Port <laughs> Phillip Bay. Watch out. Um, Watch out. No, I um I yeah, I just don't understand why the tanks are bought. Anyway, sorry, that was a massive um what's it called? Um, okay, uh, moving on. I want to talk about Hillsong for a second. Oh, yeah, talk about Lol Hillsong. at this opening line from ABC. New South Wales Health has demanded Hillsong Church immediately stop singing and dancing at <laughs> after you. Can. You can't stop, stop me. <laughs> I stop dancing. I stop. would love um, like a musical to come out of, out of this Hillsong thing, like about like the Hillsong pe- people like, being like, you can't take our voice. Yeah. It's quite like it would be quite inspirational Poetic. if it was any other religious group. That's true. <laughs> like you can't take the voice from us. The government can't take yeah. away our right to express our because it's like your voice, but your your voice as well. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe I'll write a musical. Yeah, for those who don't know, like Hillsong, there were photos released of their hunter youth camp um, that looked eerily like a music I didn't see festival. You there. Sorry, I didn't see you there. Were you there? Mm-hmm. I wasn't there. I thought you were um, coming. No, I ended up not going. Was oh. it good? <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, did you mm-hmm. wear a mask? Obviously not, no. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to breathe in the fresh air. Yeah. Yeah. So Hunter Youth Camp, um, there's photos of it. It literally just looks like a music festival and no one's wearing masks. People got really angry on Twitter. But I love um, Hillsong Church's response that it's, quote, not similar to a music festival in any way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Alfie. I just love the, like, completely blatant lie. Like, they're yeah. like, mm, no, it's not. Double down, why not? It's not a it's not a music festival. Our camp involves primarily outdoor recreational activities, including sports and games. It's like Okay. I fucking love that energy. <laughs> so do I. Like They're like, no, it's not, but we got the photos. No, it's not. It's not a music festival. Sorry. 
It's like, but there's DJs and people dancing. It's not a music. And like outdoor stages and yeah. lights and shit. Like it's that. not it's sorry. so funny. Um, okay. I also know, I just want to say off the back of that though, and this kind of like relates to what we were talking about before, but like how the, like the rapid test being free and how ScoMo is like, not everything can be free and rah, rah, rah. I, I, I understand what he's trying to say, but like, I disagree with it, but I'm more just like, if, if they invested and this is going into the Hillsong thing, we wouldn't not be allowed to, the singing and dancing band, which is just insane wouldn't have happened if at the start of this pandemic that they've now had two years, they invested in the public health system and they invested properly. And like, instead of saying not everything can be free and rah, rah, they actually took money and put it into these places that they've been basically like holding over everybody's head as this massive sort of like guilt trip for the general public of Australia being like, if you go out and if you don't wear your mask and if you engage in things that people under 30 like to engage in, like singing and dancing at nightclubs, you're going to cause the death of half of the population. Well, what? how about, okay, we were fine to do that for a year while you got yourselves ready and while we got vaccines. We were fine to do that actually for two years. For two years. years. We We did it. We had the longest lockdown in the fucking world, quite literally in the world, and – we did it all to protect this health system that what meanwhile they did nothing to bolster and at what point do do people do young people have to sacrifice everything that is sort of like you know uh enjoyable or like yeah. part of the formative years of your youth to save a system and be guilt tripped into saving this system that could have been saved if the government had put money into it from the beginning rather than just essentially like shouldering the blame onto people who are trying to continue on living their lives and who've done the right thing for two fucking years yeah you know it really it really annoys me no it's very i completely agree it's very frustrating to like be in this position where there's you know people at one point were waiting a week for their PCR results. Yeah. Well, people are getting isolate, it back saying your results are no longer yeah, able to be processed. It's inconclusive because obviously the samples mm. have gotten old or something. Mm. Um, or maybe someone dropped them. Yeah. <laughs> um, threw them out the window. Yeah, threw them out the window. Yeah. But it is really frustrating to be in that position and to go, what were you doing in the two years? It's like mm-hmm. they didn't see it coming or something. The rapid yeah. testing. It's like, why is this so fucked? Like you've yeah. had so longer than any other country. Exactly. Because you've put us in lockdown for that long. It's. It, I agree. It's like, fuck yeah. all of them. Fuck all of them. I know. At what, yeah. At what point is is the? And I feel like it makes people in these camps of hating one another, like just regular yeah. sort of punters, because it's like we've all been sort of said by the government, told by the government that it's the onus is on us to protect one another. And so people are disgusted with people who aren't or yeah. people who are disgusted yeah. with people who are. And we've all turned on each other because this responsibility, the onus has been put on us to be like upstanding citizens. And we all sort of did that for a very reasonable amount of time yeah. in expectation that therefore the health system would be fortified for when eventually we were all vaccinated and unfortunately the virus just has to spread. We can't yeah. do anything about it yeah. now. It's done actually now. Anyway, I'm on my soapbox. Fuck Scott Morrison. Yeah, I agree. Literally, sorry. I agree. Don't like you. Really don't I like agree. you. Personally. I have a personal No, I genuinely issue. personally don't personally like Personally think him. he's like mm, slimy. Yuck, slimy, mm. yucky man. Ew. Mm. Okay. okay. Let's move on. <coughs> now to talk about COVID. some people who you do like. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay. So Kanye has a new girlfriend um, and it's more than we could ever have hoped for. Kanye and Julia Fox, uh, who you might know from starring in the movie Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler, uh, that the pair met on New Year's Eve, um, but things move fast in the Kanye and Julia timeline. 
Um, after They're on a different timeline. They are fully yeah. on a different timeline. Um, yeah. After only their second date, Julia wrote an article for Interview Magazine with an accompanying photo shoot of the pair detailing their relationship up to that point, including Kanye directing said photo shoot of her in the middle of a restaurant and having a hotel suite filled with clothes for her to go back to after dinner. They've since been inseparable and Julia uh, now seems to be doing a weekly article for Interview Magazine called Fox News, which she pitched to them, um, where she shares photos and details of their dates from the week. She also <laughs> spoke about their relationship on her podcast. What's the podcast called? Um, Forbidden Fruit. Forbidden Fruit. It's fantastic. Highly Turn this recommend. off and go listen to that. Um, <laughs> and, and, and she said on the podcast, for right now, I'm just living in the moment and I don't have any expectations. There are no labels, none of that. It's just people that make each other feel better. It's really such a Gemini-Aquarius connection. It's very inspirational. Yes. Some people have called this a PR setup, which she denies. Uh, and it got us kind of thinking about PR relationships as well. But um, uh, Hannah, how, how much do you love Kanye and Julia Fox? I love it yeah i love her like i love her too. i was so because i saw this stuff i saw oh he's dating julia fox didn't look into who she was yeah or anything until i knew we were talking about them on the podcast mm. and i was truly taken aback by that first interview article it is so funny I it know. is so amazing one of my favorite quotes from that first article um is quote like who does things like this on a second date or any date Everything with us has been so organic. I don't know where things are headed, but if this is any indication of the fr- future, I'm loving the ride. It's like a diary entry from like no. a 17-year-old girl. Like I just – she's – I really don't have words, but like like I've mentioned to you, um, it's very Lana Del Rey energy. It massively she are, yeah. She's so open and public about – like if you listen to her podcast and stuff, she talk, She just will talk completely openly about her son, her baby daddy, like yeah. her, her emotional – like her relationship Someone with Kanye. who's paying her rent. Who's paying her rent that her baby daddy was paying her rent for like a year and she didn't know because she wasn't paying rent. Like she just didn't know who was paying her I just can't. No, I, she's um, really incredible. Yeah. Um, um, I loved that conversation on, the, on the, her podcast. It's completely unhinged how basically the friend doesn't get a look in. I don't know what the other episodes are no but like it's literally just the friend reacting to yeah. julia going like yeah, yeah you're so like this yeah, yeah. you're so like <laughs> i was wondering about that with you like yeah, julia yeah. just talking about herself like um i just i think there's which is exactly how it should be so i agree i think she has this sounds weird and i feel like a lot of people might not read this about her i think she does have some semblance of self-awareness yeah, because yeah, I yeah, think, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I think she just loves being fucking crazy. Hundred percent. That's why they're so attracted to each other yeah. because they're both they both don't apologize for being fucking crazy. They yep. love that about themselves. Which it's I the vibe. It's the, the I just vibes. appreciate that so much because and this is like what I've always sort of said about Kanye. But you know, I know I drink the Kool Aid on him, but like I love him because he's so happy with who he is, mm-hmm. and he knows that like that the good comes with the bad with that. You know what I mean? Like he's, he doesn't care. Like he thinks he's, you know, bipolar is his superpower and rah, rah, rah. Everybody around him in the Kardashians, when he was like in the sunken place or whatever, told him like he was something to be fixed. Yeah. Like he had to like go into yeah. a four at one or whatever the hold is called. And like he had to improve himself or better himself or do all this stuff. And I do understand that to a degree because there's kids involved and it's right. hard to be, have a really erratic moments with children because yeah. it rubs off on them. But like, I kind of appreciate that he sticks to sort of his own guns and understands what makes him him 
that's part of it. The craziness yeah. is part of it. And he's like proud of that. And he doesn't feel like he has to change himself to fit another paradigm. And she's clearly on the same wavelength. Yep. Different time so, line. so, I mean, I, I'm happy for them that they've connected. 100%. In terms of just the note on PR relationships, there oh, is yes, an account sorry. on TikTok um, called It's Become a Whole Thing. Her name's Emily Rose. She makes videos about PR relationships. So just to give her a bit of credit, on like shaping my understanding of PR relationships. But she talked about them and she made a really interesting point um, that like just because um, she was like, said something about how Kanye, it it looks like a PR relationship and it kind of has all of the telltale signs Mm. of PR relationship. But one, it's so beyond a PR relationship because it's so public. But the other thing is she was like, can you imagine, you know, um, Kanye's management no. going to him like, okay, this is what we're going to do. He, but she was like, can you imagine him auditioning girlfriends to that are most <laughs> yeah. aligned with his vibes or whatever yeah. that he will then be seen in public with and have a romance yeah. with? And like, I reckon it wouldn't surprise me at all if it was like set up mm. um, by him or by her or by some kind of yeah. Regardless, there is a PR element to this because it is benefiting them, them both hugely to be in this relationship especially her (laughs) to be in this relationship because it is we're all completely attracted to it yeah we want to know we care deeply Mm. about it it's going to completely launch her um into the mainstream mainstream Mm. as a well-known celebrity but it's i think it's pr probably not in the traditional sense of like it was set up by both their publicists and blah, blah blah but i think that it was set up or they're in they're both in it knowingly doing it for the benefit of um, their own careers I, and and public I'll, image. I'll take this a step further. I don't think it's PR. I mm. think it's performance art. Okay. I yeah. think it's – I really don't think he thinks – he hates publicists. I think like, she said that on her TikTok actually. Oh, she, she probably did. Yeah. 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 Girl. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah I, I just – Kanye wouldn't do – he's not yes. that kind of guy. He's But he would – he understands like how – the spectacle of it. He fully yes. gets it. I don't think that means that he's not frothing. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. He is like, and I think they both are obsessed with each other. Totally. Genuinely really yeah. into each other. Um, I think it can it can be both performance art or PR I, I or think whatever. The PRs kind of come with it. but As it, well as is, being yeah. a real romance. Totally. Do you know what I, I think, And I think there's heaps of examples of when that happens with yeah. celebrity couples. Yeah. It's like, it's two birds, one stone. Totally. Yeah. I think, look, I just think they, neither of them would have gone into it thinking, Here's a here's a great PR move. I think they would have he would have gone into I think it. Thinking, she might have. Maybe she did, but I reckon knowing his, that it was like his, this is huge. As if yeah, you would just date Kanye if he wanted yeah. to date you. Be like, oh, yep, yeah, totally. <laughs> I have to. Um, exactly. A bit like going into it, I feel like he would have just like met her. They would have instantly yeah. vibed on their same like sort of crazy wavelength that they're yeah. on. And I don't say that in a negative way. I fucking love yeah. their wavelength. Dragon energy. So it's full dragon yeah. energy. Same um, as Madonna. That's why Madonna's hanging out. Oh with yeah. She has it too. She does have it too. Yeah. Trump's going to be in the mix. I tell you next yeah. time there will be the four of them dining out. The four horsemen of the apocalypse. <laughs> Julia Fox, Kanye West, Madonna and Donald Trump. <laughs> I, I guarantee Trump's in the mix next, next I hope hangout. So. I hope so. Me too. It would yeah. actually really... Like it would take it to a level of It would like, feel like the completing of a circle. It would, 100%. Yeah. Agreed. But I think like Kanye would have gone into it being like, 
this is my new woman and I want the fucking world to know that this is my new woman. And like what kind of what he did with Kim, except he obviously did it in a more subtle traditional way yeah. where he like got her on the cover of Vogue and got her in, on it's the fashion, in, in fashion, like mm. sitting uh, in the audience in fashion shows and like elevated her kind of yeah. thing. But he's just gone like, no, nah, we're going, we're doing the full Monty and we're doing it my way. <laughs> and it's like weird, crazy photo shoots in the middle of restaurants. Um, oh, it's so amazing. I just Sorry. love them. The I photo love- shoots are just like, can it's I so amazing. Read the best bit from when, so she's called, Julia Fox has called Interview Magazine up uh, for the second article that she's done. And it's just them talking yeah. to her on the phone. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. While she's in Did bed. Did she call them? It seems like she called them. Because she's they- like, hey, I'm just in bed in LA. I just was wondering if we could do this like a weekly thing and we could call it Fox News. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have read um, it, but I just... So I assume she instigated it. seems it. so unusual for a celebrity to call. But I just love how honest she's being and I feel like Kanye, Kanye probably doesn't have anything to do with it and he no. just doesn't give a flying fuck. No, yeah. Um, okay. So Interview Magazine. How's the relationship with Ye evolving? Julia. You know, I'm so used to being fucked over in relationships, so I keep waiting for him to disappoint me because he makes very grandiose promises and it's like, how could he ever pull it all off Pull it off with all the things he has going on? But he always does. Last night was a testament to that. Magazine. Do you feel like you're a muse? Fox. I've always been someone's muse. Interview. What does being a muse mean to you? Fox. You're either born a muse or you're not. So true. <laughs> she has a massive Lana energy in that. Oh my god! Like, you know she sounds. Or you're not. Yeah, the way she talks, she's it's, and even the way she looks, it's sort of an does have the Lana like old Hollywood kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. But like when she talks, she sounds like a Valley Girl. Like you think totally. when you see her, you think she's going to have sort of a deep voice. When New Yorker kind of, kind of voice, because she's very. Like, you she think is she's going to have like a deep yeah. voice mm. or like some sort of like sound kind of like. Mm soft-spoken or at least kind of like subdued subdued yeah, or whatever yeah. but you hear her talking she just sounds like she sounds like this like she's talking yeah, about yeah, like yeah, this yeah. like kind of just like an american girl and I you're like fucking, what no i fucking love it i no. love her background as well like the thing about her being a dominatrix or whatever i haven't um, looked enough into her background she was like i have heard that she was a sex worker though yeah, yeah. and like of course she just was like and like made some sort of like she made like installation art and like she made a short film and then she acted like she's she's kind of just like a New York personality. I went on IMDb and it seems yeah. like Uncut Gems was like her first, first feature. Yeah, her first anything. I was yeah. like, what the she, actual I think fuck? She made a short film that Kanye made everybody at that little rendezvous with Madonna watch. Oh. You know what? He's nothing if not a supportive boyfriend. That's oh my for god! Sure. Like, yeah, you would feel really hyped up by him. Like, oh my like, god, my you'd goodness. feel amazing. Um, but he clearly yeah. like gets obsessed with. With women that he deems, like she said, a muse. Mm-hmm. Like he see, oh, yeah. and like oh, yeah. people He's like, yeah, she's, mm. and look, she's 31. She's still super young. Mm. And I think this is her, it's like watching, you know, the creation of an icon. Um, I, and like, it's yeah. beautiful. It's really, I'm loving it. Well, the reason I love it as well <laughs> is because I feel like she's so on board for like, with oh, yeah. she's so into it. Um, She's like, I'm amusing. We're making this happen. Same as Kim. Similar. Yeah. I think Kim has, I I feel like the energies are a little different. Like Kim is definitely a yin to his yang or whatever each one is. But she is like, they have the same, they have dragon energy, Kanye and Julia. And it's going to, like they've met like a tornado that's spinning around. Yeah. It's going to crash and burn. It's going to take out city after city. She will be so apparently she went on i didn't see the rampage mm. i only heard about it on oh, her podcast her that she went on a rampage about her ex her baby daddy mm. and if she does that to him well she's gonna ex- she'll say whatever she wants about kanye so and i think like she will and i think I can't he wait. will and i think yep. like 
they're both just kind of artists just oh. letting the performance play out in front of us uh, and I'm so grateful to them. I'm grateful to it I'm for ha- it as well. I'm happy for him that he's kind of found, yeah, just this like rebound that is completely on a different page to Kim because Kim is his security. Yeah. He needed, you know, if Kim gets to go around with Pete Davidson and like young a young guy have a bit of fun. Yeah. Kanye's allowed to go around with Julia and just have a bit of, do some crazy shit for a bit. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that wild. he's, yeah, I think it's great. Um, um, before we move on, I thought this was an interesting quote uh, that actually kind of makes me sad yeah. about um, PR couples mm. because I think it's just a very interesting area, but it's from Gorka. Yeah. Um, we will call this the Spider-Man rule. If you were two hotties starring in a Spider-Man movie together, you will date at some point. Yeah. Of the three spider relationships we've seen in the last 20 years, I believe that Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst's was the only one that wasn't born of wanting to get asses in seats and that it is because – and that is because Kirsten Dunst is the only public figure with any integrity in this town, it's which true. I found funny. But it made me – because obviously Spider-Man's just come out. But, yeah. like, it's – you know, in terms of whether you think something's a PR couple, if, like, they're about to um, release something yeah, potentially yeah. together, it also makes Tom Holland and Zendaya make sense. Um, totally yeah. do you know what I mean yeah uh, if they're about to release something if one of them is like one of them star their stars is falling or needs a bit of like a pick me up right. then they'll date the other same as um and also apparently if they're photographed in New York that's usually a telltale sign because there's just not that many paparazzi in New York unless they're usually camped outside of like Taylor Swift's apartment yeah right. um so seeing Zoe Kravitz and Channing Tatum oh, yeah. together. Hot couple. Biking together when they're both about yeah. to be in a movie together. And that was in like upstate New York. Yeah, right. They had, would, somebody would have had to call like the their paparazzi. PR would have had to call the paparazzi. So anyway, interesting. Very interesting. Um, I, I just um wanted to quickly touch on the song, Kanye's song that he released for his dissing Pete. Oh, yeah. I haven't um, heard this yet. Uh, he just, he released a song with the game. It's not like a, like an amazing song or anything. It's like his verses are right, but... Um, a with couple who? of quotes from it with the game, just okay. so I wrap up. Yeah. Um, we having the best divorce ever. If we go to court, we'll go to court together. Matter of fact, pick up your sis. We'll go to courts together. Um, as in Courtney's. Yeah. Uh, the cameras watch the kids. You'll, um, you'll stop taking the credit. Non-custodial dad. I bought the house next door. What do you think the point of really being rich is for? God save me from that crash just so I can beat Pete Davidson's ass. And then someone goes in the background who I think might be Julia Fox. It's a girl going, who? <laughs> I'm like, I fucking love it. Like, get on your petty shit, Kanye. Just yeah, have whatever. Just have a bit of fun. Like, I'm just, it, I'm a little worried about the kids. I'm not going to lie. Like, the Chicago's birthday debacle. What was the Chicago's birthday Oh, they debacle? wouldn't let him in. And then he posted. <gasps> yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, they post Exactly. And they wouldn't, like, give him the address to go to Chicago's birthday party. I didn't even party. see this. Yeah. And then he posted on, like, Twitter or something, like, a video of him being, like, Guys, they won't let me into my own daughter's birthday party. I'm just worried because I don't want my daughter to think her dad didn't no. come. I know. Her dad had this formative memory of her dad not being at her birthday. They won't let me in, blah, blah, blah. And then Travis Scott sent him the address and he arrived. And he's like standing there talking to Chris. Like, and there's Why like did videos I not see of this? Him. That's fucking insane. Yeah. And then it's like people coming I saw coming Chicago's out. birthday and everything. Yeah. I just didn't they, see it. And I guess I thought I saw photos of him there. So I just didn't. Yeah. And what I was the well, all these people I saw like on TikToks because people were posting about this. All these people in the TikTok comments being like, what the fuck? Throw your own birthday party for her. And I was like, that's not how it works when you're a child of divorce. You want your parents at your birthday party. Right. You have two fucking birthday parties. Right. Like even if your parents are rich, your friends come to one birthday party. You want both your parents there because it's like what's important to you, especially as a young kid. You don't understand. Like she'd be like, where's dad? Oh, yeah. he's not allowed on the premises. 
Because he's going to beat up mummy's new boyfriend. Yeah. Like, I th- it, you know, I just, as if Pete was there, he wouldn't have been. But, like, and, like, buying the house across the road and stuff. Like, I think feel like he's in – Kanye is always going to be Kanye. You can't change him and make him some regular Joe Blow who just, like, goes by typical custody laws and, yeah. and housing arrangements yeah. and stuff. Like, him buying the house over the road is his genuine attempt at being a present and good father. Right. He's, and also it's not actually, like, people were, like – I feel like the way people mm. framed that was, oh, it's this crazy thing that He's he did. He's trying to keep but tabs on Kim. Adele, Adele's <laughs> husband, she, Adele bought her husband, ex-husband, a house across the road from hers. So, so she that, could see the son. Yeah, yeah, so that they were close together and stuff to co-parent. So it kind of seems a little bit like why doesn't – we don't know how Kim feels mm. about it or whatever, but you can understand that he might have done it so that he can be close to the kids. It's like it's not like it's like buying a house across the road from your girlfriend that you don't check ex-girlfriend that you don't yeah, share kids with. Yeah, that would be fucked. Yeah. yeah but yeah. it's a different story surely when they're co-parenting. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I just think like just that leave birthday, him alone he's trying. Yeah, the birthday party thing's really fucked. I didn't know that yeah, happened. Yeah, sad. Um okay, moving on. Yeah, so before we go to our next and final topic, this episode was proudly brought to you by Dave Chappelle, Marilyn Manson, Naomi Campbell, the actor from the new Batman Cameron, Jack Donahue from Salem, Andrew Richardson from Richardson Magazine, Richie Shazam, all my friends came. Richie ate sashimi with Marilyn Manson and they had a really nice heart-to-heart. So thank you to all of those people. Um, <laughs> the people who had to view her short film. Yeah, for clarity, those are all the people that went and hung out with Julia Fox and Kanye to watch her short film. So That's the one from the video, if anyone's seen the video of them all sitting on the couch. I haven't seen the video. It's really That's amazing. They're like, oh, what? Marilyn Manson's not in the video. It's Dave like Chappelle, Marilyn Manson, Naomi Campbell. No, Madonna. It's, like, it's so good. Um, all right. Those are the 17 horsemen of the apocalypse. Yes, yeah, fucking right. So Jamie Lynn Spears recently did a tell-all interview with Good Morning America and Dateline where she discussed her new book, Things I Should Have Said, um, which kind of also included her experience with Britney growing up and throughout the conservatorship the past 13 years, as well as her personal mental health struggles. The interview has sparked backlash, as also the book has sparked backlash, not only in general on Twitter and Instagram, but Britney herself posted several lengthy notes app screenshots to Twitter, criticising Jamie Lynn's interview and expressing her frustration, um, saying certain things were lies and also kind of just expressing her frustration at Jamie Lynn talking publicly about the conservatorship. Um, Sarah, to start, what were your thoughts on the interview with Jamie Lynn? Um, I don't know. Like there's still this part of me that wants to give Jamie Lynn the benefit of the doubt, which I know is really bad. Yeah. Um, I think this has exposed her for not uh, uh, for not being like the potentially concerned sister that I think you and I kind of did give her the benefit of the doubt yeah. of being. Yeah. I think she does this is kind of obvious that she's willing to cash in on her sister's mm-hmm. um, struggles or whatever. Um, <clears throat> and that is something that kind of makes my skin crawl. Like mm-hmm. people willing to publicly air out their family's dirty laundry f- for money, essentially. Mm-hmm. Because like at the end of the day, and I think this is kind of what people keep coming back to with Jamie Lynn, it's like no one would – give a fuck about a Jamie Lynn Spears book. There's a reason it didn't happen five years ago. You know, the only reason people care about it is because, and I imagine the only reason she was even invited on a lot of interview shows is because she got like agreed to talk about Britney or at least her relationship with Britney. And I think like there has to be that in the back of her mind, a little bit of a sort of understanding that the only reason she's getting any of this attention is because of 
Britney and, and the hype around Britney right now. So it does feel a little bit gross for her to yeah. be doing this. In terms of their relationship over the last, I don't know, 13 years or 15 years or whatever it's been, I'm not fully convinced she is this like evil benefiter of beneficiary, yeah. sorry, of the of the conservatorship. I do think there was probably a time in which she was too young to understand what was going on. She did have a kid. And there was also probably a time where like she was trying to help Britney. I don't know, you know, it's it's really you can't speculate. We don't know. Yeah. But I just, you know, I don't think she doesn't seem like this evil person. I, and also, I, I, the way that Britney, like, have you read her notes app things mm-hmm. on Twitter? Yeah. Like, so the way that Britney even replied to it, she was kind of qualifying everything that she was saying mm. by saying, you're not, because she said only scum people would would lie on national television. I don't understand because you're not, you're not that type of person. Right. Like she made okay. it cl- and she was like, I love you. I'll always love you. Like, mm. it almost seems like. She's obviously hurt by Jamie Lynn and really angry that Jamie Lynn's done certain things, but it still doesn't seem like Britney is like completely like wanting to shun Jamie Lynn. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the vibes of her e- her emails, her tweets was yeah. to me that like she loves her, she wants to have, you know, a relationship with her, but she's just really hurt by everything that's happened and like um do you know what I mean yeah. by that? Like yeah. I don't yeah, yeah, get yeah. the impression even from Britney that she thinks that Jamie Lynn yeah. is like this evil person. She just, I think, wishes that Jamie Lynn had been there to support her earlier yes, or in more totally. important ways. But I also think like you, it makes sense to give Jamie Lynn the benefit of the doubt in some ways that, yes, when the conservatorship started, she was 17 and about to have a baby. Mm. That being said, she kind of does contradict herself in this when she sort of says, I knew nothing about it and I still know nothing about it but then I also tried to provide my sister with all the resources to leave the conservatorship yeah it's like well what was it yeah Yeah. and she doesn't seem willing to completely like um denounce the conservatorship yeah um so which is sort of hard because it's like well why not but then also she seems to probably be scarred by (sighs) it's so hard because yeah I don't I don't want to like completely Makeup, some yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I also feel like because the whole thing around her releasing this book and doing this interview, it is, a, and Brittany herself says it said it. It's like it's quite tacky. It is to, very tacky, and you know, to be making money, mm. especially off your sister at this point in time. That being said, she's re- she's receiving so much hate and has been receiving yeah. so much hate on social media. So maybe she's viewing this or trying to view this as like an opportunity to kind of say her piece. Did you see the post she made in response to Britney? Yeah. She did like a notes app thing and she was sort of in that she was like, Britney, I wish that um, the conversations that we were having in private when we call and text each other were the same as what's reflected yeah. online. I think they're both a little bit at fault yeah. for this because Jamie is releasing a book and she did kind of like what, what I think was her downfall in this whole process is she felt it necessary to talk about like demeaning instances of interactions with Britney or negative interactions with Britney. Like the right. knife thing. The knife thing. And like and like we all know Britney would have had some very erratic and and paranoid moments. And anybody in her situation would have had those kind yeah. of moments. No one's blaming her for that. But I feel like Jamie Lynn going on TV and and trying to defend yourself by telling everyone, no, she actually is crazy. Yeah. That's sort of where yeah. she's gone wrong. Like if she just sort of like would willingly discuss the conservatorship and what have you in a way that was like obviously pointing out its flaws 
you know, defending herself, saying I wasn't really sure at the time of how to go about it, blah, 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 but wishing her well moving on rather than trying to like give examples of why Britney was danger or danger to herself or others or whatever. I just yeah, think people, people, that people also, won't, will never respond well no. to that. And people were pointing out as well the fact that like in the book she refers to Britney's behavior as like erratic and, yeah. you know, I don't think she uses the word crazy, but mm. like paranoid and mm. that kind of thing. Mm. And, um, and then when the interviewer asks her about that, she's like, how would you describe Britney's state of mind now? And she's like, I don't want to speak about somebody else's state of mind. But then it yeah, was a bit right. like, but you spoke about it in the in book. The book. It, it, it's really hard because I agree with the sense of like not wanting to completely demonize her um, because that just doesn't seem – it seems like a classic example of like us refu- us or just the general public refusing to see the grey area and mm. things because I think that in this instance there probably is a lot of grey area. Fuck yeah, families are fucked. Families are fucked. And like even Brittany in her responses, like she still loves her sister. Yeah, of course. And I think it sounds like she wants to have a relationship with her. So I kind of – and then I go, well, it seems like something that really should be handled in private. That being said, is that then the right thing to do? Because what if Jamie Lynn really is – actually evil. kind of yeah, evil yeah, yeah, and is yeah. really fucked up. Because the other thing is she's apparently recorded this in Lou Taylor's house, which – Wait, really? Apparently, but I couldn't That's find – That's the woman – The business manager yeah, yeah, who, yeah. like, was part of, like, keeping Britney in the conservatorship. And oh, apparently Jesus. it was at Lou Taylor's house. And I, I found the all interview. these – interview. Apparently. And I found all these comments Jesus. and shit, but I couldn't find any, like – no Real. news media yeah, had yeah. reported on it, but pe- it was everywhere. Like I saw it everywhere that it was in Lou Taylor's house. So I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it's... and then you kind of go like, oh God, I don't want to defend well, Maybe Damien. she is part of this propaganda machine trying to clear the Spears name. That's what whatever. I mean. Oh. But it's like, why? It's, it's oh. really messy. I do think, yeah, I think, I mean, it's very easy because everybody just wants to support Britney wholeheartedly. Yeah. So you don't want to ever admit to the fact that families are fucking whack. Yeah. And like, I will, Jamie Spears is an evil fucking slimy yeah. dog. Yeah. Jamie Lynn, I don't know about. I'm sure she's made mistakes in, in helping her sister. I'm sure Britney's equally made mistakes in their, in interacting with each other and stuff. Like nobody's perfect. Families are very weird. They have mm. a lot of nuances and odd Odd interactions and their behavior is often not justifiable, but it's just, it is what it is. It's like how families work. Um, and yeah, I, uh, I hang on. I think it stopped. Oh, sorry. What? Something just went off in the background. Yeah. Um, no. And I, oh God, I just, I'm even nervous about this because I feel like not even. Well, people were not like, completely yeah, demonizing not being like, her. Jamie Lynn is an but like, evil we could fish. fucking, yeah. what's the phrase? We could eat our words for this. Like, I'm compl- happy to eat my yeah. words. I just, hate like pointing a finger at someone and being and like, being like you fucking bitch or yeah, witch or whatever because yeah. it feels like we do that so often mm. and it feels like it's we're continually making the mistake of like demonizing people and like the thing is maybe people are right like i yeah. know free the free britney movement has known the ins and outs of this for longer than most of us have yeah. you know so yeah. they probably maybe they are right but like i just I don't know. I just... I, I doubt I, it's the black and white. Yeah, yeah. I get that what she's done here is like, it's pretty cringe and like it's concerning that she's willing to like talk about Britney it, it publicly, air yeah, the things mm. like the, the, the knife thing, whether or not that's true and talking about Britney's behaviour. But I also understand that if she is trying to defend herself or at least kind of like talk about her experience being a 17-year-old in the public eye having a kid, I get it, but... Do you know what I mean? No, I know exactly what you're saying. Ugh, it's such a like, it's such a hard 
um we're having um a technical yeah, difficulty sure no right. sorry my my mic thing just fell down oh, i'm okay. just going handheld now everyone okay. um, um yeah, yeah. No, i i i agree with you it's just yeah it's i think it's not all black and white despite how badly everybody wants it to be black and white yeah. i guess and you know what in a month maybe stuff will come out turns out it's black and white we were completely wrong yeah i'm happy, happy to, to be that. proved yeah. wrong in this whole situation i yeah. feel like i would love to be proved wrong in fact i would you know want maybe. britney to be fully vindicated yeah britney seems like though she's way more concerned about that remix thing yeah, <laughs> like that she's really hung up on because Jamie Lynn was like I don't really get why that was a big deal I was trying to honor my sister yeah. but I just think Britney's like fucking angry and yeah, as she, she should angry. be and you know yeah I think it like, makes it she's just angry mm. at, at everyone and she should be like she should be f- fucking angry at her sister and her yeah. brother for not showing up for her she should totally. be a, she is completely valid in in feeling you know and maybe I think she was angry about the remix thing it's kind of confusing. Like I think I, she wanted to do remixes of her songs at her shows in and Vegas, they were like, weren't and they her? said no. But then her sister got to do a remix of her song at that awards ceremony, where but she did the. Then J- Jamie Lynn might not have known. I don't think Jamie Lynn like she probably just like was told what to do. Yeah, I doubt she was a mastermind going. We're not letting her yeah, do remixes. I don't know. It's, I don't know. Uh, yeah, but it seems like ugh, anyway. We should move on. But it does seem like the remix thing seems like a specific thing to kind of not grasping at straws but Mm. just like probably not the biggest you know fish to fry in yeah 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 i think um britney should start writing plays though because she loves an aside she does love an aside i love that it takes a lot long time to get to the point yeah Um, we're there for the jamie lynn drama um but she quickly reminds us a few times that she has an 104 degree temperature actually now 101 um (laughs) and her head feels like what basketball basketball she's got her um it's like imagery is yeah. really potent yeah mm. all right yeah. finish should we do our final final yeah. segment we're doing top three okay i'll go yeah top three avengers oh wow post spider-man i love spider-man mm. um thor okay really like thor um oh um what who's uh chris pratt play I actually don't even remember what his... Star-Lord or something. Does he count as an Avenger? Is he not an Avenger? Yeah, he was in the Avengers. Yeah, I guess he was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess him. Well, it's really sexist and racist top three of mine. Just all white men. Well, they have plenty of white men in the Avengers. That's true. can be blamed for that. But, um, all right. Top three favourite comedians. Oh, uh, Amy Schumer. Yeah. Um, Joel Creasy. Love that, yeah. Uh... Who would be my third? I don't know. I feel like I'm not – does, like, Tina Fey count? Not really. Yeah, she's, she's a kind of does comedian. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yep, her. Nice. Okay, top three celebrity PR couples. Sean and Camilla. Absolutely. Um, I don't really – Any celebrities that you've seen a lot of, like a lot of – like I, Taylor Swift and Tom Hiddleston is an example. Where yeah. Where you've seen lots of photos, photos. of them PR um, – PR paparazzi photos um i'm i'm gonna justin and selena surely mm, i'm not sure um i, I think potentially yeah whatever um you can say that you, you whether or not you believe i don't know or maybe um someone came into my mind just then and i forgot um i don't i don't know celebrity pr couples 
I feel like Tom Holland and Zendaya are definitely. I think they are too. Not like I feel like they like each other, but I think it seems set up. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I think that's the whole thing with Spider Man and yeah. But I really saying. believed that Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone were in a relationship. Oh, totally. I and they seem them. really in love in the movies. Oh my God, I'm so obsessed. They're really with them. cute. Really, really cute. Loved. I watched. I watched the new Spider Man last night. When oh, you finally so saw cute. it. Cute. Um, it's so, so cute. good. It's so um, Andrew, good. I love Andrew Garfield. Yes, yeah, I'm. I had <laughs> such what? <laughs> spoiler. Oh yeah. Sorry. Whatever. Um, I was obsessed with him as a teenager, and I really. I don't. He doesn't I do it for me. Oh, he. I don't know what it is. Mm. He's, he's, he's a good actor. I like him. Yeah. Yeah, uh, no, right. I love him. Uh, Top three ways to serve potato. I think you've given me this before. Have I really? <laughs> I think so. Uh, fried, obviously. Yeah. Fried chips. Yeah. Um, mashed. Yeah. And uh, roasted. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd only put yeah. in like potato gratin, like scallop potatoes. Ooh. I've definitely asked you this before, actually. You have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. scallop potatoes are fucking delicious. All right. Top three celebrities that have dragon energy. Donald Trump, Kanye West. I want to say Julia Fox, but that's a cop out. Um, who? Lana. Does Lana have dragon energy? She I, has muse energy. Oh, okay. I don't know. Do you think she has dragon energy? Maybe not. Maybe not. Um, who has drag? Nicki Minaj. Oh, Nicki Minaj yes. has dragon energy. Yes, she yeah. Does. Um. Okay. <laughs> Top three worst athletic events you had to be forced to participate in at school sports carnivals. Oh, uh, um, what are they called? What's the thing with the you have to jump over them? Hurdles. Hurdles. Oh, fuck, I hate hurdles, hurdles too. What? Yeah. Fuck hurdles. hurdles. Uh, high jump. Yeah, oh, did you have to? I feel like. Yeah, I somehow got out of high jump. The older no, we got, fucking, I don't know why I always said yeah. high jump. High jump sucks. Ugh. Um, high jump hurdles and probably like shot put. Yeah, but shop was okay because it doesn't require anything. No, like, it's just like having to throw. And I'm just like not very good at any of those yeah. things. Like throwing yeah, a really yeah, heavy yeah, yeah. ball. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what idiot created all of these like Greek old Greek A heavy people. ball and you're just like seeing throwing how far it. you can yeah. throw it. But they're so like, don't you reckon that like is kind of a classic indication of what sports used to have to be because like they just had like a heavy <laughs> round thing that? and they're like throw it as far as hurdles? you can hurdles is dangerous Hurd- right mm, i don't like oh, hurdles god no. but even seeing like how when you're a kid they had just the hurdles were like little like tiny mm, little mm, they graduate then, to be these monsters oh, i know you I, get older and like surely you can injure yourself they're fucking a, cute they're like yeah. three meters tall i'm making that up but they're really I'm, tall like, like, they're about six foot tall <laughs> You have to call, you have to scale them. <laughs> I just don't think they're that tall. They're not. Um, no, fuck, I hated hurdles. Yeah, hurdles oh. suck. Um, and also just the fact that like in school you had to – sorry, I've moved forward heaps. In school okay. um, you had to – like they had to get people to participate. Uh, the would, things I would have to do – Often oh. it would be like, oh, we need someone for this particular sport for your yeah. house or whatever. And you're like, like, oh, fuck, I'll do shot put. Okay. Yeah, I got done with javelin. What? <laughs> Dude, there's a photo of me. There's a photo of me getting done with Jasmine. You would have. Um, actually, you know who did, did it for me? My housemate Ruby upstairs would have been. She was the house captain, so she would have been the one that made me do Jasmine. I can't. Jasmine. I, I feel like I was like, I'll do the bullshit, but I'm not doing this the sprint because that's embarrassing. But yeah. Javelin, I don't care if no, I just stick I in the ground. I reckon Javelin is, is actually maybe worse than shot put. But it's such a piss take. Like, it doesn't matter if you're bad, but everyone's watching the 100-meter sprint. Yeah, true. Like, if you're in the 100-meter sprint, you can't sprint. Everybody's going to see it and it's embarrassing. The, I was always in the um, Veggie, relay though. and 800 meters. Oh, you had to be one of the runners in the 800 Yeah, meters. I was or always you, in those because I was uh, better at long distance. Um, well, that's good. You must have had some sort of 
talent for it. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a okay runner, but yeah. not very fast. But I always had to – you know the one with the, the relay one? Four by 100. No, no, no. The one – there's a longer one. I think where you have to like do – it's like a long run. don't know. Where you do like the whole thing. Might be like 1,200 meters or something. I don't know, yeah. Anyway, we should end this. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, Shout merch. out to anyone who loves hurdles. Yeah. Oh, if you listen this far into the episode, please comment your least favorite. Um, yeah, sport. Your least favorite – uh, athletics, yeah, activity in the comments. Um, leave us a review, subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on TikTok and Instagram. Okay, bye, bye.